I'm just sitting here thinking, do you know how much money Spirit Airlines is going to make this week? Um, just for check bags alone, about two million. No, probably more than that. Think about it, right? So, like basically all the thoughts and party girls for y'all listening, party girls, went to LA like Thursday. They did Spirit for Miami, Atlanta, Vegas, Dallas, Houston. Uh Thursday. They're probably still either leaving LA today or tomorrow because it got cheaper on Tuesday. And instead of going back home, we know they're going to Cleveland. Think about that. Check baggage, upgrades, spirit. I see why Frontier bought them last week. They didn't buy them last week because of their business model. They looked at them like, y'all about to get paid next week. We want it. <laughs> you think it was a one-week decision? They just <laughs> zeroed in on that. And they're like, let us take advantage of Houston, Atlanta, Vegas real quick. I'm telling you this. Look, if the FAA turns this thing down next week, like the merger between the two, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back on this show and say, Frontier was trying to get a quick bag right quick. Damn it. Let's start the, <laughs> let's start the Super Bowl edition of the show. <laughs> What up, what up, what up? Welcome into the Super Bowl edition or post-Super Bowl edition. Jason Spells, New York City, Brandon Edler, probably still hungover in LA. No drinks uh, for me, man. No drinks no, at all. I, w- I got, you didn't do I anything gotta, for the Super Bowl? You didn't hit the streets at all this weekend? N- not really. I mean, dude, you saw social. It was crazy. You know that's not really my thing. I hung out with a couple of friends. Saturday night was a pretty good time. Um, but big shout out to my boy, Michael Diakova. One of my good friends from college who hit me with the Taste of Chicago overnight package. We're talking Portillo's Italian beef, Luminati's deep dish sausage pizza. Like, I couldn't have asked for a better meal during Super Bowl. So big, big love to him for that. So the Feast of Super Bowl, all these chefs come to town. L.A., great taco, whatever scene, even though Texas tacos are better. And you went to Chicago. Hell yeah, baby. Italian beef and deep dish pizza. That's my love language. Sports and those things. Wings is usually part of the Holy Trinity, but there was enough food there. I didn't eat wings yesterday. After seeing how everyone moved in LA, I do not feel like I missed out. There's no FOMO for me. Like I've been to enough of them where I'm like, okay, yo, like, damn, I wish I was there. That party looks live. Nothing moved me this weekend. I'll be careful uh, no, and I think part of that's age, too. Like, we got to keep it a buck. We're both creeping up on 40 like that. Like, that shit's the kind of stuff that, you know, 25-year-old stuff like that. Maybe even in your early 30s, but the smoke and mirrors, the popularity contests, it's just not really that appealing. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, you know what? I'm also going to give you your time to shine. You've been waiting 18 damn weeks for this moment. I want Actually, some, like... Like 21 some- weeks, really. I want some church choir music put behind this rant here real quick, just to put that in post-production. Let me, let it may be a little God's property. There you Kirk, go. Kirk Franklin. Anyways, Matthew Stafford, Super Bowl champ. A lot of people said it couldn't be done. One of those people was you. You adamantly disagreed with me time and time again that he was enough to get what needed to be done to be a Super Bowl quarterback. Mind you, he had a lot of help, whether it was with Cooper Cup. Defense did a lot of amazing things. Just kind of one of those storybook years, which ironically, the NFL got their wish in the L.A. team won in the L.A. stadium. But nonetheless, dude, you can't deny it anymore. Stafford may not be a one Hall of Fame type quarterback, which a lot of people are saying he is now. I don't know if I agree with that. 
but the man's able to get it done. In crunch time, he makes some good plays. He withstands hits. He does exactly what you need a quarterback to do to win you a title. And it just feels so good to be right. So good. How many interceptions did he have yesterday? <sighs> Shut up. It's not important. He won the game. Uh, okay, he had one. You're going to say two, but what? not one. One one was his Where one. was the holding Scorn call? Scorn Where was the holding call? That Number was not a holding 18. call. First bro. off, look, bro, don't get me started. Matt Stafford <laughs> ain't won a Super Bowl. Cooper Cup, he won a Super Bowl. Odell Beckham, he won a Super Bowl. Von Miller, he You're won a Super Bowl. You're going to give Odell Aaron more fucking Donald. credit than Matt Stafford. They Stop. won Super Bowls. Matt Stafford I'm not was into just cancel there. culture, but I'm about to cancel you for that Matt comment. Matt Stafford ridiculous. just happened to be there. Ridiculous. Just so happened such, You're to such be a there. bitter old woman. Go put your hair under a hair dryer or something and go talk to I texted you like, in the middle of the game. So I said, bitter. Jared Goff could do this. Remember well, that? Yeah, I just attributed that to whatever Henny you were drinking at the time. I didn't know you were going to bring that <laughs> no, same energy no Henny, today. No it was I thought crazy. you had a little time to recover from those thoughts. I, I pulled out a nice bottle of Eagle Rare. And I cracked that, and I enjoyed sipping on that for the game. Look, Matt Stafford is a Super Bowl champion. I can't not deny it. Much like I can't deny Joe Flacco is a Super Bowl champion. Or Trent Dilfer is a Super Bowl champion. That's the caliber of quarterback Matt Stafford should be viewed as. My goodness. Should not be viewed I as a Tom Brady. I cannot. Patrick Mahomes, this. Russell no. Wilson, Ben right. Roethlisberger. This Eli isn't even just Peyton addressed Manning. at you. This is addressed at everybody in America. Or overseas, too, since we got some international listeners. It's okay to be wrong every now and then and own that you're wrong. Look, I still don't think Odell is a true number one receiver. But with that being said, I was wrong about that comment. I was dead-ass wrong. Odell is still a very great receiver. We'll see what this injury does. He's creeping up on 30 years old. But I was wrong about that. It's okay for you to admit that you were wrong about Matt Stafford. He is a much better quarterback than the people you just listed. Put some respect on his name. Otherwise, I'm sending them to your house. Look, he can pull up. He can pull up on me next time I'm in Dallas. That's cool. I'm telling him the same shit to his face. I'm telling it to your face. Look, Claire, you're a Super Bowl champion. Congratulations. Look across that locker room. Thank Jalen Ramsey. He had a lot of guys. Thank Aaron Donald. Jalen about loss? Dude, that face, man. Anyways, we can get in those little calls all day long, but I couldn't Thank Von Miller. Thank Odell Beckham. one thing thank I don't agree with the NFL's thank Cam use of instant replay. Is if you're gonna Thank use it, whoever the hell is the dude who ran onto the field to celebrate the interception and flip flops, I forget his name. I'm gonna right? need Thank the wrap him. it up music. Need the wrap it up music. <laughs> wrap it up, B. No, you touched, you touched on Odell. Um, <laughs> oh, so okay, look back to betting because we talked about this previous episode. I had three bets. I had a couple of props too. We won't get into that, but the three that I I, I keyed in on. Yes, I took Bengals plus four. And yes, I took Rams money line. And then I took Odell Beckham anytime touchdown. So the three that I chose hit great day for me. Um, great day for Drake too. So Drake put on Instagram, he was going all in betting on Odell. Odell, two receptions, 52 yards, one touchdown. And uh, an injury that it doesn't look good. Anytime there's a non-contact no. play, you assume the worst, potentially a ligament damage. Uh, but that still has not come out yet. So Drake came out and, you know, he posted on Instagram pictures of his bet slips, all in Canadian dollars, because he is, you know, the loonies, the six. Um, so he he bet it. Let's make sure I get this right. Right. So he bet six hundred k in Canadian dollars for Rams money line. That one nine oh six k. He bet five hundred k Canadian dollars for OBJ to get more than sixty two 
or 63 yards receiving. That paid out 905K. He bet 500K Canadian dollars anytime touchdown for Odell to win 1.05 million Canadian dollars. <sighs> he got two out of the three, but I'm saying the Drake curse. We, we always talk about how Drake a bandwagon. And, like when he starts riding for somebody, you know that's not going to work out well. That's why I blame him for Johnny Manziel's career, but that's a whole nother episode. Draft day, Johnny Manziel. He dropped a whole song about it. Um, but Odell had 52 yards. If he would have got that reception, odds are he would have potentially picked up another 10 to 11 yards, possibly, mm-hmm. and, and got all three. Um, and also, if Matt Stafford would have put the ball in front of Odell, we might not have seen him get injured. But I just sit there and I look at Odell, and I was one of the people to say, he's, he's washed. Mm. Maybe not washed, but he's not a number one receiver. He, we were he both on the sentiment. He's just, yeah, he's just not he a number one guy himself. anymore. Yeah. Uh, but the, his performance yesterday before the injury shut me up. Actually, his performance throughout this entire playoffs shut me up. And so I, I hate seeing him get injured like that. But his emotion after the game, him crying, that showed the love he had um, for this team. And also, we talked about, you know, he took his whole check in Bitcoin and like, what kind of simp does that? Because Bitcoin was down. Hey, player, Bitcoin's back, back up. And he also got $3 million in incentives for their playoff Super Bowl. Yeah, we both had very similar sentiments. Just didn't think this guy was exactly, you know, the number one alpha dog type receiver that he's claimed to be the last couple of years. Still don't think that. I mean, tough to tell with Cooper in there. Coop is just a completely different beast as a wide receiver one. Like, if you could draft right now, not taking, like, health and age into consideration, just really talent. Is Cooper the first guy you're taking? Not I'm taking Jamar Chase. With Cooper. Yeah, I'm exactly. taking Jamar Chase. Chase Adams, I mean, even Jefferson, maybe from Minnesota. Devontae, yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I know the LSU guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, Diggs up in Buffalo. I mean, there's a handful of guys that I'd probably consider over Cup, but you know, Odell, he still was able to impact the game. It was clear once he left the game, their passing game wasn't the same. And that has to speak, you know, volumes as well. I'm just happy for Odell. Like, I know sometimes I can be really hard on dudes. Like I think a lot of people that have listened to this probably think I have a big problem with him or a big problem with Ben Simmons. I don't, I think they're both amazing athletes. It just maybe hold people a little bit to a higher standard than they're not even willing to be held to. And that's fine. When it's all said and done though, I still think D book is a bitch. (laughs) Hey, look, I got a Ben Simmons comparison coming for you in a minute. Just, just wait, remind me. I got a comparison uh, coming for you. Um, look, happy to see Odell once again get it. I don't know what he will look like after another injury, depending on how severe this is. Mm-hmm. Um, if his explosiveness will be there, right? Like, where will he be? So, you know, if this was quote unquote the last time we see Peak Odell, relatively Peak Odell, mm-hmm. hell of a way to see it. Super Bowl in LA at home, you got there and you showed out on the biggest stage he's about um, to have his first child man like you know you don't want to think of it that way because he is almost 30 like 30 is not retirement age typically for receivers like you see a little bit of dip in production if this is his third big knee injury yeah he might be closer to the side of retirement than he is you know even where he was this season but you know like yesterday the conversation with Aaron Donald might retire after this game so many people like what are you talking about I applaud these athletes who aren't going to just completely drive their body into the ground i have no qualms with them retiring 30 31 32 so that they can really save themselves for more life later but you know, best that. wishes I, to odell man 
I respect that, especially Aaron Donald, right? Like, he already has a Hall of Fame-worthy career now. You mentioned having sure. a baby. You got to mention Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson, yeah. Congrats, Van. What a dad. Bro, your, your, your wife goes into labor at the game. You celebrate for a hot second. And then his pops and his other daughter were coming down. He's like, yo, we got to go. And then how <laughs> the hell they got out of traffic and made it in time. Respect to him. It's good to see uh, his family growing. A big day. They will always remember February 13th. 2022 in the van jefferson household arguably the greatest day in his life right like yes sir. professionally and family wise like I, I i can't even argue with that uh switch it to the Bengals now and it's easy to say the day after the super bowl yo cincinnati set up the win how many people are going to say that or how many people are going to say well if cincinnati can get offensive line they can win you cut on espn nfl network those are the narratives everyone's going to go with i've seen it all day we get it joe burrow was sacked seven times he sacked nine times in the AFC Championship game or the divisional round. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So it's clearly they're going to keep beating his ass up. He need an O-line. That got to get fixed. Yeah. But but I take this approach, B. And you tell me if I'm wrong on this. Joe Burrow is a talent. Jamar Chase, a talent. They got Joe Mixon, a couple of years older, but a serviceable running back. Yes, mm-hmm. you fix the offensive line. They've got a chance to be competitive in the AFC. The line still starts behind the Kansas City Chiefs. And also right. in that line with the Bengals, you have Allen and Buffalo. New England, Patriots, and Mac Jones. You have Justin Herbert. You have Lamar. It's, it's so easy to sit there and say today that the Bengals are right there on the cusp. You got to respect them. You know, Vegas, I think, had them like fourth or fifth odds to get back. I'm like, right. no, 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 no. That, a- that AFC list is long for Super it's Bowl. It's going to be... It's going to be a revolving door probably for the next decade. I think you're right. Like the biggest thing is health and just hitting the right stride at the right time. And that's what the Bengals did this year. That's what other teams have done other years. And that's really probably what's going to separate a lot of teams. Like that degree of talent between the teams that you just named, it's not that significant. So it's, it's going to be really interesting. Like I think this might be a preview to the kind of playoff football we might like, we might get for the next five, seven years because of this caliber of quarterbacks. And look, it's just, you know, the NFL has a lot of faults, no doubt, but the game itself is getting stronger and stronger. And I think for fans, that's something you got to look forward to. Yeah. One of the faults that came up actually, um, and the fault we've been discussing with the national football league for nearly a decade, if you think about it, um, since Colin Kaepernick first took his knee, in the preseason for the San Francisco 49ers and subsequently the attention that brought to racial justice. Uh, We saw Eminem last night at the Super Bowl halftime take a knee. And I think it's so interesting, right? Because I also think about when Jay-Z and Rock Nation signed on to produce the Super Mm -hmm. Bowl halftime, Jay-Z specifically said, well, we're past taking a knee. And Jay-Z, A, you can't say that. You can't speak for everyone. And B, Eminem proved we're not because there's still so much work to be done. I don't really have a whole lot to add to it other than just, sorry, it's a little bit off topic, but this is where my interests are. Did you see those player edition Air Jordan 3s Eminem was wearing? I did with the E on them. Yeah, they were fire. Those are kind of fire. Those kind of fire. But yeah, I, I really don't know what to take away from it because Eminem, he's had his own qualms with random things that he said over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that people are still wanting to fight the fight. And I think that's probably the key takeaway from all of it but overall halftime show in itself pretty good man you know like 
we're obviously getting to that age where you know we used to watch halftime shows five ten years ago and be like oh my gosh rolling stones like this is for my grandparents starting to cater towards us a little bit but i think the culture clash because the 80 i'm sorry the 90s and the 2000s started to become a little bit less genre-led it's going to make for more enjoyable halftimes like this moving forward and i think it's something that a lot of people get behind it I don't know what you saw on social, but from what I was reading, a lot of people really seem to enjoy it. So everyone, I mean, hyperbole, right? And everything is the GOAT or greatest of all time or best ever in this day and age. So people were like, that's the greatest halftime show ever. I'm like, A, no, Prince. B, do we remember Michael Jackson in like 1993? I don't. Uh, Well, Google it. You got the world in front of your hands. Look the shit up. I can do that. For me, it was more so, look, man, this is the culture right now. I have lived long enough to see people crip walk at the Wimbledon and Serena Williams and at <laughs> halftime of the freaking Super Bowl. That's what we are. That is culture. Fifth, looking like a hundred, but you know, everyone had that. The fact he still had the G unit wife beater, that was comedy to me. Bro, and, it was. Uh, two, the two exist. <laughs> the two exist wife beaters back in the day. But the best part was like everybody had the same collective joke. The first thing they thought when he did like the whole, you know, pull up, upside down pull up position was bizarre from d12 my band video where he kind of mocks that a little bit 50 ain't as fit as he used to be and that's fine he's getting a little bit older but you know maybe not try not recreate let me show roy branson (laughs) cognac he always hashtag that's what that's i mean look he sells liquor that's what he does liquor fattens you i'm a kid studying that (laughs) new uh new bucket list for me which is probably not likely I want to produce a halftime show. One thing musically. How the hell you come up with this from? Like, of well, all the bucket list. When I was, when was, I was watching it, when I was watching it, like, the common thread between everybody was Dre and Dre's production. And it's like, from a production standpoint, I really felt like they could have elevated it by, like, maybe give me, like, three seconds of a sample to kind of, like, cue people. Like, exactly what he did on the piano, where he played, like, one song for a little bit and then cued into the other one with, like, a, a little piece of it. I felt like they could have taken the musicianship a lot higher on that level. And I get maybe everybody's. It's not like thirteen minutes, bro. As me. Well, okay, eighteen, but still, you gotta like take, put the set up, take the That's set fine. down, get the people out there. Give, give me twenty seconds less on some of the verses and the hooks and stuff, and give me a little bit more musicianship like that. Because you watch it when he sat down and did that little piano part, that felt like one of the top three moments, like in terms of how people responded to it. That's just me though. NFL, give me a shot. I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll, give me like uh, give me like Teddy Riley or something in a couple of years. Me and Teddy no, got it going. No, you need Pharrell. Let's be honest. If you give me all right, Drake, give me all Virginia then. Give me give me Virginia. Straight up Neptunes. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, so what we've seen last two years: Tampa hosted the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl. L.A. hosted the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl. Next year, it is going to Glendale, Arizona, home of the Arizona Cardinals. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> no way in hell, Kyler Murray wins the Super Bowl next year. The way it's looking, Kyler Murray, we still try to figure out how much he will be involved with the actual Cardinals next year. Going into the fourth year of his contract, year number four, ESPN dropped a story over the weekend that was clearly leaked by the team, that Kyler was upset about the team's playoff loss, how he was being portrayed as the scapegoat, and an unnamed official, you know, unnamed. If you're going to call somebody out like this, but you, you know, put your name on it. Mm-hmm. Um, unnamed official telling Chris Mortensen at ESPN that Kyler self-centered, immature, blames others for his struggles. Look, dude, I think we kind of covered this on one of the previous episodes. 
he's just too small, man. It's time to go to the Oakland A's. It's time to play some money ball or something because look, he's an athletic dude, and I'm not saying that he's not capable of winning some games, but he's just not going to lead a team to the promised land with how undersized he is. You, you're the the leader of this president club. I feel like Kyler Murray. Oh, too little. Get it done. So yeah, dude. It's just oh, yeah, it's yeah. just not. It's just not there. And that's fine. K1TL. K1TL. Arizona blew back to back first round quarterback selections. It was it. It is what it is. It's time to move well, on. Well, I mean, okay, so I can't say option. blue, right? Because Kyler's a two-time Pro Bowler, a rookie of the year. Um, but I told you, I see Ben Simmons comparisons. I could see because, that, but I, but because I of the social media aspect where he wipes all the yeah. stuff, right? Like yeah. we're really doing that now. That's some shit Ben Simmons would do. So that's why I'm like, I see the Ben Simmons comparison because he is basically saying, "You all don't support me. I'm not happy here." Bro, so your support is every time you get a paycheck. And this is whether you play football. This is whether you, you know, shovel shit for a living, flip burgers. Your loyalty and support only go as far as that direct deposit. People get it messed up when they think, well, you're supposed to ride for me all the time. Eh, you pay me? All right, you're riding for me. Yeah. So the, his, his moving, once again, I got Ben Simmons vibes. Was I wrong? No, I think it's valid. I think social media we you know we've heard it a million times it gets a lot of athletes in trouble instead of being emotional on there just take a step away from it whatever well ben it didn't really seem like he went quite that far obviously the whole dm shit with Shaq, like that's a different story but like you know a week after they lost to the hawks last year he wasn't going on social and just kind of like creating a bigger issue out of it I get what you're saying. I, I do think that it, it is an organization's responsibility to get behind one of their key players. And if you're not able to do that publicly and privately, then they're not, they're not the right player for you. Like it's the same as any other relationship you're in. If you don't get the kind of nurturing and support that you need at home, it's probably not a good relationship for you. But the bigger issue here compared to Ben, Ben, Ben's going to go somewhere and still play good ball. He's still going to run into some of his issues deep in the playoffs. Teams are definitely going to, try and expose him more and more for his lack of offensive skills with Kyler you said it since day one he's just not big enough he's a very athletic dude but I'm not putting 200 million dollars towards this guy's future he might sell some tickets and some jerseys but we're not making a deep playoff run because this guy's just not going to be able to get it done hashtag k1 tl Kyler Murray too little That's what is. uh look what is, is Instagram name is k1 k1 tl uh I, I'm not shocked about this, right? So Kanye was at the Super Bowl. His mini-me was at the Super Bowl, A.B. Why the hell are they dressing like they twinsies? I have no clue. Grown man shouldn't dress like twins. I digress, though. Um, Kanye there, sitting next to A.B., his uh, daughter, North, son, Saint there. Missing Julia Fox. Apparently, they broke up. Who didn't see this coming? Uh, first off, they did way too much in a six-week span. Second mm -hmm. off, she talked to any and everybody about the relationship. I mean, mm -hmm. she was on everyone's podcast talking to all the blogs and all this stuff. And I'm like, sweetheart, baby girl, I don't know you. I don't even really care that much about this story. I just know you're doing too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. For as much as Kanye really has a problem with a lot of people, quote unquote, clout chasing, whatever, like he really seems to be doing the most. And then I'm reading today, he sent a whole truck full of flowers over to Kim. Like, Bro, I get it. She's your ex-wife, wife, whatever, legally. She's dating somebody else. Like, have a little self-respect for yourself. Have a little bit of respect for her situation. Like, I get it's in a lot of people's mentality to go and fight. 
and try and win the girl back but you lost her because of this kind of behavior like you know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results Kanye needs to take a time out dude just doesn't know when to quit he's just constantly pouring a gas a, a can of gasoline on every situation he has and he's expecting to work out for him it's, it's just kind of sad man it is i blame us though like oh, us as the, the culture. As a society. Hey, we, yeah, yeah we, we, we've, sure. we've talked about him way too much on this podcast in the first place. But also it's like, you know, he's always had egomaniacal and megalomaniac and delusions of grandeur. He's had those throughout mm-hmm. his career. We just yeah. were like gassing him up on college dropout, late registration, graduation. Um, and we were like, yo, man, if everyone told you, no, you made it, I'll be that way too. Now we're just seeing the creature that we all worked in a hand to create. Um, I just want back to the the young lady Julia Fox. I'm like, I don't know if I could date someone, and then literally go run and tell everyone about the relationship in the middle of it, all the time. And she even admitted, I guess um, she put out a tweet. Now I'm just going to paraphrase it. Actually, it's not that long. I'll read it. Um, I guess she put this on Instagram. Y'all would love if I was so upset. The media would love to paint a picture of me, a sad, lonely woman crying on a plane by myself. But it's not true. Why not see me for what I am, which is a number one hustler? I came up, y'all. LL, not only that, but Kanye and I are on good terms. I love him. I, I have love for him, but I wasn't in love with the man. Jesus Christ, what do you guys think? I'm 12 years old. And for the record, the only time I cried in 2022 on February 6th when a dead friend of hers had passed away. Anyway, if you want the full tea, you're going to have to buy the book when it comes out. So, Cloud Chase. Yeah. So that's yeah, the dude, thing, it, man. Like, be careful who you're running around with because he's brought out of couch chasing. Right. Now, hopefully, that, she's that was, a homo spirit. And that, she's going <laughs> she to be an all-star this week. I said it. That was the most polite way somebody's ever said we just mutually used each other and we're good. For somebody who's so controlling over their narrative, it's really dangerous how he lets, like, just goes all in, is very reckless with his other relationships with women and stuff. And then, I don't know. It's and just man, a lot. Antonio Brown is not the president of Dodger Sports. Yeah, those two hanging out together, I think that might be like one of the first signs of the apocalypse. Gas, meet match. <laughs> um, as always, thank y'all for listening to the podcast. If you like it, give us a like. But if you love it, share it. Put your people on so they can put their people on. Me and B going to be back uh, later this week, and we will try not to talk about Kanye or football. We'll try. Peace. We'll see as long as no one does anything.